0: i
1: 2024 is on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Oh, yes. <laughs> Golly. Well, I tell you, year, I spend half of my day talking to people that I should have had tea with or lunch with or whatever. I should have done that six or eight months ago. So it's all, all my bad deeds are catching up with me. It's all. Thank you. Uh,
2: it's all your bad deeds are
1: good. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not?
2: Uh, I spent it the way I wanted to I spent it uh making music with my oh did
1: you oh I'm so happy
2: yeah and you know that's become kind of a tradition because that first year we we went to the cottage remember that right right and and uh woke up the next morning and saw the most turkeys that I've ever seen in one place was right I forgot that that was there must have been 50 of them. I'm not kidding. And turkeys are really considered to be good luck. Mm-hmm. And so it was the first thing that we saw when we woke up the next morning. It was great. So no turkeys this time except for us. Well,
1: we'll have to be the good luck New Year turkeys. I'll
2: tell you what, though. I noticed because all the Mannions were in, right? They all came into town except for Craig. But I noticed that we are definitely not the same age that we used to be. I was thinking about that. We used to do a weekend at Craig's and somebody uh-huh. would sleep in the van in the driveway and somebody would blah, de, blah, de, blah, And we would would stay overnight and then we'd make a big breakfast the next morning or whatever. And this year it was more like, it was more like we stayed overnight so we didn't get in trouble that we would need to see. because right. So we're just not doing stuff like that. Um and we got up the next morning and everybody was like, oh, I need to get <laughs> oh yeah. and, and just going over there to sleep on his couch or something. I packed like I was going on a vacation for a week. It's all not <laughs> that's an old person thing. Uh, it's like what
1: you know. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, it's um and. Seriously, just for a minute, I think COVID did that to us. I think all of the stuff around COVID, where we were isolated and we didn't know if we were going to live or die and we had to be masked. We had so many protocols we had to follow. And I think that just aged a lot of us so that we had, I mean, what are we entering year four or five of the pandemic? Four, I guess four. I guess it's four. So we're entering year four of that. And I think, you know, it's kind of like dog years. <clears throat> we ought to count the pandemic years as like three or four years, which means that we all look and feel 10 years older and, or uh, yes. 15 years older.
2: Yes. We have things on our mind uh, that we never did before as far as COVID goes. You know, we're all exquisitely aware of germs in the grocery store and yeah, uh, stuff like yeah. that. I think even the folks who... Don't mask. Get reminded of it pretty regularly when they go and yeah, bother.
1: it must, must make them real mad.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember or not. None, you know, I used to. I used to like those shirts that had the, all that. What you call it on it? The the. God, all of this gets edited if I can figure <laughs> out how to do so. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, <laughs>
2: I'm just' am
1: not good in the morning, I'm sorry <laughs> well and uh, my apologies because um yesterday I had a great big meeting in the evening. It was the uh, ho a little bit of backstory um this time last year, I and two other women in my neighborhood took on the leadership position of our neighborhood board All right because we couldn't get one person to do it but we got three people to share the job. And last night we evaluated how the year last year had gone. Yeah. We had that meeting. And so, you know, I, I want to be really prepared. I had a lot of notes, all that stuff. So that is the reason we're having to do it today was because yesterday I was, uh, you know, I, I couldn't. And you had the furnace man and God, God oh. love us. There have been times I, I've tried to talk my way out of something or another and you know it almost never works yeah. because people people are stupid, but they, they're they not that stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well people can oh, oh, yeah.
2: they, they That's say awful. that they say that you give off micro expressions and micro signals whenever you're trying to deceive somebody, those get more and more pronounced. And so people who are good with with being around other people they pick up on it whether they realize what they're picking up on or not.
1: You well, know? like in gambling, the tell you know, if you've got a gesture or a uh, twitch or whatever that is that that announces to everyone around you you've either got a really good hand or a really bad hand uh, and they call it the tell what's the, your tell? I did
2: not. Have you ever been gambling?
1: Um, I guess th- technically yes. I mean, we went out to Vegas one time, and I did a little bit of gambling. I did slot machines, and that might have been it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have the gambling bug.
2: I I don't. I've done some slot machines. I used to travel to go to the casinos just because you could get really cheap travel there. If yeah. You- plenty of places that if you go there and stay at their casino, they'll give you free breakfast and $200 worth of this and, yeah. Yeah. Of and a cheap flight. And so I would go, I would travel that way sometimes. And uh, I had a little buddy who my little friend who he loved to gamble so much. He's the one who got me to go into the casinos with him. Cause I like to travel. He liked to gamble. And uh, I remember going to the airport and and landing in las vegas and you know they have slot machines right there in the airport
1: oh yeah
2: Yeah. but we we walked in and somebody had hit and it was making that slot machine noise and he just was like oh you know (laughs) oh i was
1: excited
2: about it
1: ah that's great Oh, that would feel that would feel so lucky, wouldn't it? You just land and put in fifty cents, and ooh, jackpot!
2: Well, it wasn't his money that won; he just heard it. And when he heard it, oh, it oh, like oh I said see, I him. see. Yeah. yeah, go spend oh, grandma's funny. money. That's what that's what he was thinking. Well, I got to go. I got to spend her money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: So did you did you start twenty twenty four with a traditional meal?
2: Yes, ma'am. Absolutely, and I got corrected for by you. my mom on some stuff. Um, the money was wealth. Um, what the, the the the? Excuse me. The money. The greens are wealth. The beans are health. The black eye peas, or whatever you call them, field peas or whatever, they're for health. And um, but it's pork <laughs> wealth prosperity being oh and the greens are money the collard greens are money and the beans are wealth or health i need to get it together
1: yeah i I guess the way my family always did it is i think it was all wealth so the the greens were green money and the black eyed peas were copper money and the ham showed that you had wealth and status and the cornbread was golden. Oh. So I I don't think we ever talked about health, which might tell you that that's why my brother is having open heart surgery today. Because <laughs> health was not something we spent much time talking about. <laughs> well, I hope
2: he's doing, I hope he does good. Well,
1: he's having um, bypass surgery. He's got a couple of blocked arteries. And I don't want to make that sound like that's nothing because it is a serious surgery. But yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm so sorry, and I thank
1: you. I'm in touch with them. They're down in South Carolina, and just kind of. I think the surgery is at two o'clock today, so I'm just gonna every once in a while say how are things going because my um, my niece is down there with them too.
2: Yeah, that's a big deal. Surgery. Our our friend Brian had that, and it. I know. Oh, little Brian. Yes, yeah, he sure did. When oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and I remember. When he came home from the hospital finally, because he was there a while, they sent him home with a pillow, special pillow. And and his his job with this pillow was if he needed to cough, to push it right here. Oh. Now I know I know what they were trying to avoid by giving him that pillow. And it, it just kind of hit me when I realized that, wow. Yeah, I can't imagine what it would feel like to know that you were getting ready to go get your chest opened up.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I know.
2: I saw that expression on your face, boy, you would have lasted about five minutes in the Corbin household. If mom had seen that, Here, <laughs> <laughs> let me show you what really happens. I'll go get that big thick. <laughs>
1: right there. Well, it's, it's funny. Cause I had a, I had that big mole that was on my jaw. I had that removed on Thursday to so, Wednesday. And uh, they're so they are so funny. At my doctor's office because he did it. I didn't go to the dermatologist. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, I can take that off. And they're so not cavalier exactly. But I mean, I really I really love my doctor and he said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna numb it up, slice it off, and you're gonna have to have a couple of stitches probably. And I'm gonna bring somebody in here to take care of the blood." And I went, "You think there's gonna be a lot of blood?" And he said, "Well, you you can't tell with the things. That's it's a big one, so we're do- It's gonna be just fine." So I did this whole meditation that I will tell you about sometime. And he he got it all numbed, and his uh his assistant uh. It's so sweet. And she said, no, you let us know if it hurts. And I went, no, he's slicing it. I'm going, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, damn it. Mm. And he said, oh, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) So whatever little bit at the very end was not numbed, it was done by then. So, Um, And then there was minimal blood. And didn't have to have stitches, so I just feel really, really blessed because my surgery this time last year was not so easy. So, yeah, I'm just I'm being very kind of aware that the year has started off differently, and I'm very grateful for that. And I'm gonna be grateful not to have that big old honking mole on my chin on yeah, my jaw. I guess
2: so I mean, I honestly never mot- noticed it, but I also don't go around noticing things
1: well and I just noticed it because I noticed it because my family is we we, we're moly people and I've known that since I was little you know that all the elders especially the elder women have some big old honking mole somewhere so I just it made me be really aware of my ancestors and my family it's like oh well Uh, At least for now, I'm not going to be that ancestor with a giant mole on her jaw. But, you know, they come back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they do. They they told I had something that grew on the tip of my tongue, if you can believe that.
1: Oh, I can. Yeah.
2: They cut it out, cut it off the tip of my tongue. Oh. Gave me some stitches there. You want to talk about pain? I bet. They told me it was going to be painful. It was only like two stitches. No big deal, but ooh, no, no,
1: yeah,
2: no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it just, yeah, So well, so this time 20 years ago, we probably would have been talking about, I don't know, going to a rock and roll show or something after, after New Year's and now we're like, well, I have this procedure done. I know,
1: I know. Let's talk about the weather now and tell everybody how damn old we are. Oh, boy. Tell me. But I, I'm going to tell you this may not last forever, but for right now, I am getting more exercise every day. Yay. I've got a floor routine that I used to do years ago that I haven't done in ages, so I'm doing my Tai Chi every day. Right. I'm doing the floor routine every other day, but I want to aim to do it every day. It does take long. It's about 20 minutes, and it's mostly stretching. You know, I start with big stretches and and work my shoulders and my back and all that. And then I get on the floor and do my legs and and all that. Not and, and slow, but it's slow and painful. That's, that's <laughs> but, it well, yeah, maybe my, painful. If, if I have a goal at all this year, it's just to get more exercise because I know I don't get enough.
2: I've been trying to remember when I wake up in the morning to stretch.
1: Yeah. It's
2: so good for you. And it does help, you know. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that you're doing it, too course you'll be doing it when you're 100
1: well if i can you know get back in the habit of it uh it would be good if i could do that when i was 100 Mm -hmm. if i live to be 100 and i may not won't live to be 100 frankly i mean that's 23 years you reckon what the world's gonna be like in 23 years like 33 years 33 years that's
2: better that's better i was thinking holy (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, God, thirty. <laughs> Lordy, yeah, I I don't know. I know I'm just trying to like everybody. I'm just taking it one day at a time. Yeah. It's going to be a tricky year this year. Like any, there's any year that ain't tricky.
2: This year is going to be an interesting year.
1: And now, of course, you can't even go to Canada or Mexico. It used to be you could go to either one of those states, countries without a passport. But you can't anymore.
2: I think we actually did a shopping trip into Mexico one year from lot La- from from California. It just hopped over there right quick and, and oh t- wow. And came right I back. bet that was fun. It was. It was really fun. I've always wanted to see Canada too. And but I, I just like I said, I just assumed that I'd get around to it. And then time happened and it just flew right by.
0: And yeah. that's
2: time has flown right by. Well, you and I have known each other a good while now.
1: I would say we have. We've known each other. I mean, the I I count it from Vanessa's death. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: that's and we may have known each other sort of before that, but it was
2: it was really then.
1: I I count it there, and she's been dead seven years
2: longer than that.
1: Is it? Mm-hmm. Eight
2: eight at least, and probably nine, but eight at least. And you know what? Even even after she passed, she was getting her friends together, wasn't she? Getting friends together.
1: Yeah, yeah. She was a good one. Um, I'm not a person that has a lot of regrets in my life, and that is a purposeful thing. But I do have maybe a little bit of regret that when they moved down to South Carolina, I didn't, I didn't go down and see them as much.
2: Well, your schedule was taken off.
1: Well, it was, and that is the truth of it. It was, it had taken off because I was in Missouri when her son called me to say that she was dead. It was a huge... Because I know I was at a particular... It's a thing called Pagans in the Park, I think. Um, and it was... I've been hired to co- go there and teach. And I was staying with my friend Pam and um and I got a phone call and the morning I was leaving, I guess, to tell me what had happened. So I remember real well when I found out she was dead. And you know, and I said, I'll be home at on this time and then I'll come down the next day.
2: Yeah, I remember. I do remember. And I, I remember reading about it myself because at the time I I had I just barely gotten back to you know I barely found Bill her husband. Uh huh. He had been my friend for many years. We found each other on Facebook, and it was within months of that 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 she died. And I remember seeing his post, and it was it was like somebody just crying out in pain. I mean yeah. that's what it was. Oh doing.
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. So it. And then I remember seeing your post about it at the same time. And then the next thing you know, boom, I'm down there meeting with you about a month later.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, um, it was, it was hard. And it was totally unexpected, but again, not to be dogging on people that don't take care of their health. She did not take care of her health and, And, you know, we we all get so stubborn about stuff and we go, well, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll get to that. I'll get to it. And then sometimes we don't get to it. But it, you know, it it makes it hard for the people around you. I don't know which would be worse to die fast or die slow. I think if you die slow, it's probably harder on you. But it's easier on the family because they got time to
2: expect it.
1: Yeah, and they got time to say their goodbyes, and maybe get some closure if there is such a thing on stuff. Yeah, they. Ask. Um, but you know, when they go go fast, That's- I I tell the story about my mother who, she fell on a Thursday night, and my sister in law found her Friday morning. She went to the emergency room, and from there to the hospital. The following Friday, she was diagnosed with stage four cancer and she was dead the following Tuesday. So it was was fewer than two weeks. And my brother and I had been talking about, you know, building the ramp into the house and we were going to do as much hospice care at home as we could. And this was 2001. Um, But I mean, I I know my mother's stubborn. Oh, my God. Stubborn. And I think she just went, I'm I ain't doing none of that because the doctor had said it is so far along. It is inoperable. You are going to go home to die. Do you want to go to hospice? I mean, he didn't say it rough like that, right. but, you know, and we just thought, well, we'll just we'll take her home and keep her there as long as we can. And I know she just went, hell no, I'm going Bye y'all. But gotcha. she did say bye y'all. There was <laughs> no bye y'all. There was the call yeah. from the hospital. at I don't know. Some ungodly amount in the morning. And they said, we we regret to inform you that your mother has passed away in the night. So there was lots of stuff that got left unsaid. Mm. Uh, and maybe for the best. Who knows? Who knows? Well, you know, there'll be time to tell her after you die. <laughs> maybe. You feel about we it. may be going to different <laughs> locations. That's all I'm saying. You could
2: be. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: could
2: be. Yeah. But you'll have a deeper, bigger understanding of all of it, most likely.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think if we have if we have any life after life, I think that's what we do gain that we do know. Um, Now, whether we get angel wings and the Golden Harp or we walk in the summer lands or we just get our soul just gets a recycle. I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. That's a mystery I'm willing to dwell in. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. No, I, I get
2: it. I have my own, you know, opinions about it and stuff. And every time somebody I know dies or gets closer to it, then my brain goes there. Well, what did she experience? And what is he going through? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how is that going to feel when it happens to me someday? You know, yeah. I, my, a boss, my old boss, she was my boss for gosh, 11 or 12 years, just died the other day.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: and. It's interesting because we didn't really keep in touch, although we sort of did. We Facebook kept in touch. And I think through the years, we've had a lunch or two, you know, since then. But when you work with somebody for a number of years like that, you get to know them. And so it does feel kind of, it feels like somebody in my family that I haven't seen for a while. And and I was thinking about that yesterday as I was, you know, writing some stuff. That I wonder, you know, I don't, I'm not quite sure what she passed away from. So -hmm. I don't know how her death was. And I I think that I I can't imagine having dementia and Alzheimer's and dying from it. I mean, no, me either. Me either. I, I just don't know, even know what to say about that. When my dad died, well, when all of them have died, they've been cognizant enough to know what was going on and who was in the room with them and my family they don't like drugs and they don't like pain drugs and so a lot mm-hmm. of my family has not been you know they give you that end of life protocol where you yeah. give you a lot of morphine or whatever it is nowadays and you you sleep yourself until you until you die you just sleep mm-hmm. and they say oh there's no pain there's no pain there's no pain i I don't even know what to think about it, so, but my family never goes for the for the pain meds or anything. so they're always really aware of everything up until uh-huh. the moment that they go is is unless they're not yeah. in their sleep, which I don't. Yep. Yeah, even know if I would enjoy. I don't know if I would like that or not. I've seen the speculation about what happens when you die, you know, and when your brain shuts down and your body and you're this and you're that, and it's like, I imagine if you were dreaming, if you're in the middle of sleep and you were dreaming, would you just go into your dream or something? I, I don't know how to. <laughs> well, that's
1: interesting.
2: Yeah, would you just yeah? How how would that be? Maybe that would be the goal for to go. What if you were having a bad dream at the time?
1: Yeah. 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 Well, but if you are the person that re- somewhat regulates your dreams, you might then begin to dream of the walking down the hallway and opening the door, or whatever, whatever thing it is. Yeah. It's tricky.
2: Open up the door and see all my relatives that I haven't seen for all these years and all my friends that I've missed and, and all of that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's really interesting to, to think about. And I think as we get older um, and as more of our friends die and relatives die that, you know, we do think about that. And then we had again, here we are, year number four of COVID. And there was just no, no idea who was going to get it and die. Not just get it and get really sick and get over it or get really sick, and then have long COVID, like a couple people I know. Yeah, but um, we had to think about that a lot more than I think most of us had given thought to it. Yeah, well, I have always been
2: a person who thinks about death, and I don't don't consider myself especially morbid, but Uh I, I remember as a child reading mom's books, and it's made me think you know and i remember reading about the whole process of dying and death the physics mm-hmm. so. and of course i remember asking questions i used to ask a lot of questions and i would i was really interested in some of the phenomena that would happen at the moment of your death and you know mm-hmm. they they tried really hard to prove the existence of a soul and right you remember that, that back a couple of decades or a few, wait a minute. It's not a couple of decades anymore, 30 or 40 decades, 30 or 40 years ago, they did a test where a person at the moment of their death, they were literally laying on a bed that weighs you.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And they found that when you died, there's a few ounces that they can't account for anymore. They just kind of disappear. So,
1: what is that remember that and then they were saying so the soul weighs 1.7 ounces and we proved that by doing this thing okay okay
2: yeah that's my thought was all right because supposedly they measured the gases in your body and just all of that and so they came to conclusion that here's we can prove that the soul exists and it has weight which i think is bizarre but at least i mean they we're trying to accomplish something, I guess.
1: And I guess. But I mean, was that your soul or was that, you know, getting the weight of living off your back? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Or was it just a little teeny bit of gas that escaped or something
1: that you know Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get it, but
2: but I remember thinking about that and when I found out what order your body senses shut down. Yeah, I've thought about that for years and years and years. That's fascinating. It's yeah, and a little bit horrible too sometimes. So if you think about, it.
1: well, it's funny because uh, there, I went through a spate of deaths uh, uh, over a decade ago, uh, probably fifteen years ago, something like that, and I spent a lot of time at a, the hospice center here and the one in Henderson County. Mm-hmm. And they, they would tell you, so here here is how this is going to happen. And the feet are going to get cold, and the extremities get cold, and then you can put your hand up and put it on their knee, and you're going to feel the knee is warm, but everything is cold. And so the people that do that kind of hospice work, they, they have like a pretty good list of the order that it happens in. And it doesn't always do that, but it does it enough that they can kind of say, time to call the family because you got about 36 hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's interesting to me that unless it is a disease or, um, or an accidental, you know, a, a death due to an accident of some kind that they, they know how the body kind of shuts down, um, I just find that really fascinating. And I also want to just remind you of how old we are, because now we've talked about all of our friends and their ailments. We've talked about our procedures, and now we've gone right on to death. Is it October already? I mean, is Uh it always thawing in our hearts? Are we always talking about death and dying? Well,
2: when I first met you, it was always Beltane. Remember that?
1: Yeah, well, now, baby, I'm almost 70 years old. Beltane is a wonderful time to bring out the the Maypole and watch a young'uns dance it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Imagine you could dance it, too, if you want I to. can.
1: Oh. I can still. You know, it's the funniest thing to me that I, I'm still the dance leader at the, at the temple. So when we're doing circle dancing or the spiral dance or whatever, I'm the one that's leading it. And it's like, I'm the oldest person here. Why am I the one doing it? Because I'm the one who knows how, and I and I love to do it. I love to dance. I do,
2: too. Well, with the right people, I love dancing. Gosh,
1: I do. You love to dance. I love to do that kind of circle dancing. I don't. I'm not much for you know partner dancing because it just when I was coming up, you didn't partner dance. You know, it was the '70s, and everybody just kind of flailed around to the music. So Salt train yeah.
2: danced if you were lucky. Yeah. Exactly. The American Bandstand danced if you were were not so much. Yes,
1: the jerk and the watusi and the twist. And except the I wasn't around for the watusi and the twist. I was too young then. But you know that kind of dancing. The so American I'm not. Ride. I'm not too much on. I mean, I'm a good square dancer and clogger, culturally speaking. But um, and circle dancing, I love. But. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not much on that kind of ballroom sort of dancing. Boy. I don't know how to do it. I
2: love it. I don't know how to do it. If you're the female and you've got a male that's leading and they they know how to dance, you don't have to know how to do it. You just have to. And,
1: exactly. It you, you know. I, I was in a, a play I did. We did the Christmas Carol when I was in graduate school in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And the director uh, was a wonderful dancer. He was a terrible human being, but he was a wonderful dancer. And I was the kind of extra who was nearest him when he was complaining about waltzing. And he said, Come here. And he grabbed my hand, pulled me in, and waltzed me. And all I had to do was just kind of keep my feet out of his way. And it was wonderful because he knew what he was doing. He was strong, Mm -hmm. he was not hesitant at all. And boy, he finished on a twirl. And I just stood there like, what what the hell just happened
2: well i guess it's like that with a lot of things in life if you get with a
1: partner <laughs> oh my god that is philosophical isn't it well sometimes the yeah. ride just happens and then you go what the hell just happened
2: sometimes you're like wow i never knew it could be so easy to make it look you know so good uh
0: <laughs> depends on the
2: partner i mean sometimes it's It's a hard dance around the ballroom. Sometimes it's not, I guess.
1: (laughs) I tell you, having a competent partner in life, no matter what you're doing is a really important thing.
2: You're not kidding. (laughs) You're not kidding. I remember I, yeah, never mind. I could go into memory lane, but I remember at the orchestra, the dance that it was a ballroom orchestra, literally at the orchestra. So when, as, and I was young, I was 12, 13 years old at the time. And if, if I would go there and visit and sometimes I would play or play or whatever. And when I was there, if I wasn't playing as part of the orchestra, I was expected to dance. If somebody asked me to. (laughs)
1: Oh, good Lord. I I was,
2: it was actually quite fun. I mean, I I had really good experiences there and nobody, I can say nobody hit on me, even though I was young. And right, that it doesn't
1: mean did. anything really.
2: Uh, yeah. I d- I mean, I don't know. All I know is I really enjoyed it, and that's the only time I've ever done it. Other than that, I I I like shag dance in the, to like beach music and stuff.
0: Do you, you know what I'm talking
2: about? Yeah, that. Oh really- yeah,
0: but I've
1: never done it. I've only ever seen it. I've never done it.
2: I had a a dance partner, and we we almost went into competition because we wow. enjoyed it so much, and and we got to where we could do it pretty well, but in, we ended up not going to do that. Instead, we just went to all the dances together. Oh, that's and, nice. Oh, it was fun. It was great fun, and I would love to find him again. He disappeared off the planet and shouldn't have. Uh, he's right, lived right down the road from me, which is how I knew him, but his brother, who is now a his brother is a, a minister. And this little fella, uh, imagine he came out a few years later after he and I were dancing. Uh he probably came out to his family. And I don't know if he's passed on or if they just don't speak of him anymore. But oh, I've yeah. tried I'd love to find him. He he was a year younger than me, and he was just the nicest fella ever, really. So He's one of the few people that I haven't been able to get closure on. You know the
1: rest. Yeah, yeah. I've got a a friend like that. That periodically I look on social media. She and I were best buddies when we were in college, undergraduate, Mm -hmm. and and then she got married, had a child, and moved to the West Coast, and then I just lost track. We lost track of each other. Um, Because, you know, I was in grad school and then I started a theater and, you know, all that stuff. But. And I comfort myself by thinking I still have the same phone number that I had when I came back from grad school, same phone number. So if she for some reason still had that number or could look up that number, she could still reach me. But I can't reach her. And I've tried doing Google searches because she uh, she's a doctor and I will sometimes come up with something, some little tidbit, but by then she's moved on to somewhere else. So it's been really interesting. I would love, and at one point I got an address for her, for her practice and she was somewhere out West Hmm. and I sent a letter and I never heard a response. So I don't know if she wasn't at that address anymore or um, or if she just didn't want to answer, I don't know. But we didn't leave, leave on bad terms. We left on really good terms. That's it. It's just I would love to see her again. So Ruth Dickinson, if you're out there, contact me. That's been, <laughs> no. I was getting ready to
2: ask you that. And she say she's a doctor. Uh huh. And do you know what kind of doctor she is?
1: I do not. I think um, she's a psychologist, maybe or a psychiatrist
2: is it is it D I C K E N S E N or S O N S O D I
1: C K I N S O N and her mother was from Washington state so i think she probably went out there to you know be in the in her motherland and she had re- been raised up in california so she couldn't stand it here she couldn't wait to get out of here really mhm she sure. said she was the person sometimes I will I'll talk about how I had a friend who she didn't like the mountains here because it felt like they were smothering her. It felt like somebody had like put a bag over her head. She couldn't stand it. So she, she was she glad to get to out of here. here then.
2: Yeah, she didn't need to be here. Is mm-hmm. her um is her middle initial E? A. A is in OK. A is an Apple. You know I'm going to try and find her, right? Psychiatric I know. specialist in Salt Lake City? Uh, maybe. Interesting. Well, um,
1: if I can find her, I will let you know. Let's see. I can. Oh, that'd be great. Southern I haven't University. done that. I haven't done what you're doing right now in a couple of years. Graduated from Duke at, with her medical thing. Okay.
2: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm seeing a Dr. Ruth Dickinson who's a psychiatrist in Salt yeah. Lake. Like so that
1: could be. That could be her.
2: I am you know I am so gonna stay on this for you and I maybe I oh, can thank you. I'm I'm and pretty good at searching out. You stuff. are good
1: at that internet searching stuff. I wonder why I've had a
2: few years on it um of doing it. So uh, now let's see if I can get her picture. What uh what did she look like? Do you remember?
1: Tall. I mean, I say tall, but like five nine um brown hair, curly brown hair. I don't remember what color her eyes were pretty pretty she was a, she was a beautiful young woman. was she and did she do drama? Yes, a little bit, but she always wanted to do mental health stuff
2: right I'm checking right now these pictures are getting oh I wonder if this is it if if this is it, I will. Yeah, if this is it, then I'll I'll let you know. Whoops, shit, I think it is it. But um Yeah, let me know. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm gonna grab this picture and send it to you through through this medium called Zoom. Supposedly we can do things like that.
1: <laughs> That's a theory. Yep. Yeah, so all
2: right, here we go. Well, you know what? My fingers are crossed that this is who it's supposed to be.
1: Well, I got my fingers crossed too. Yeah. So what are you look into I mean are you a person that does a New Year's resolutions or do you have plans do you make plans or have intentions about what you want the year to look like well
2: I learned not to pressure myself about stuff like that mm, that's really smart yeah it's a it's a losing bet I if I do that but I do kind of round up my I think about what my past year has had and what I want my new one to be. And I kind of make a game yeah. plan. And of course this year I have a planner that you write with your hand in a, in a pen with what so that's my big thing is I've, I've got, to, I'm going to start putting this stuff on paper um, because it seems like when I did that, I could keep multiple appointments together a little faster. When I'm on my phone, I have so many, things in the calendar that shows up 150 birthdays today and and five of these things today and and really this thing I don't I'm 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 just at that point. So that's one of my goals is to keep it together more. And also not to snack so bad at night. Because I'll I'll be all day long and then eight eight thirty at night and it's mostly just me not thinking about it. Yeah. Especially especially if the television is on or something. Or if I'm sitting there reading a book, it's just, uh, and I don't yeah. think about it. And then I wonder the next morning, oh, why's my blood sugar up? Oh, maybe it was those six cookies you had, you know. <laughs> right before you went to bed. <sighs>
1: this won't hurt. It's just one. The next one. Come on, come on, one more. Well, I came home from that meeting last night, and uh, I drove over because it was so cold, but Joe had walked, so he gets in the car, and I just turned him and said, I'm going home for a very large glass of wine, he said, yeah, I thought you would do that, and I did. I had, well, it wasn't a very large, it was a standard glass of wine, and what did I eat with it? I ate some potato chips. I was just like, done. I survived that meeting. I didn't think I would. Was it red wine? Yeah,
2: well, that
1: goes best with potato chips, you know, Well, <laughs> beer <laughs> goes best with potato chip.
2: Does it? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I try to if I'm going to drink late at night, which I rarely do. I, I want to have just a little glass of red wine. That's all. It's supposed to be good for your heart. And I don't overindulge. Damn it. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I in, overindulged.
2: Uh, well, I don't know that I've ever seen you in that place.
1: No, it's been a long time.
2: Yeah. Well, I know you've got a bunch of stuff going on.
1: You know, I don't, which is very nice. What I've got going on, which I find is hilarious, is all the people that for the past six or eight months, I've said, hey, yes, I would love to see you. I'd love for us to have lunch or have tea or whatever, but I've just never not been home. So mostly what I'm doing is a round of social activity. Well, good for you. And uh, a good friend of mine, two good friends of mine who um, who are up here from the Gulf Coast, and bless them, they came with the worst weather. Um, I I saw them for supper on Wednesday. And I'm going to see them again today before they leave town. So it's mostly just social activity and, and organizing the um, temple stuff. Cause <laughs> we're getting, getting back into meeting regularly. Oh so, yeah. All that stuff. Oh, <laughs> not, not hard stuff yet.
2: You know, on the, on the video podcast, when you and me are doing that, when we're like mm-hmm. yawning or something, it's, it's going to show
1: well um, see i wasn't at all sure we weren't doing video so i don't care if i yawn while we're doing video because if the people that watch us have never seen anybody yawn they <laughs> won't know what it is and if they have seen somebody yawn then they're going to yawn too and if they
2: see it and are shocked by it they really shouldn't be listening to us anyway <laughs> oh my <laughs> god it's going to get
1: worse that's, <laughs> that's going to be the least of their worries and Oh. Yeah, I got, you know, I'm not I'm not looking down the the dot, long, dark tunnel of having to have a book finished this year. I mean, I'm writing a book, but I don't have a publisher for it yet or anything. I'm just writing. I'm finally writing my Appalachia book.
0: Oh, wow. So that's
1: kind of nice. And I have purposefully only booked myself to do 11 conferences and festivals this year. And by the middle of April, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those will be done. Wow. Yeah. Yes, ma'am.
2: So you're not even going to be home in March, right? Uh,
1: February and March are pretty tight. Uh, And then I got one thing in April. I don't think I got a thing in May. Uh, And then I'm going to, you know, I'm leading that tour to Cornwall in July. So all of July is going to be is going to be booked up with preparing for that and then doing my little side trip afterwards. But yeah, it feels good. I'm telling you, it feels real good.
2: I'm so pleased.
1: Me too. It's about time. You
2: you have been overworked in my opinion. Maybe not overworked, but it seemed to me like it's too much. You're just so damn busy all the time.
1: Yeah. It was, it's, it just, last year was too much and I proved to myself I could do it. I guess if that's what the point was, but. I ain't doing that no more. Mm-mm. Well, that- um, I did get a nice uh, after I thought I had everything done. I had 10 things I was doing, not even one a month, even though in a couple of months, there's like three things. But um, and then this sweet gal that I knew is doing um, an herb conference and they invited me to come and be their keynote speaker. And um, and I you know I can't resist an herb conference. I love that. And they were very kind. They're gonna put me up and feed me and comp me in, pay me some money, let That's me sell awesome. some books. That's awesome. So, yeah, it'll be great. It's so amazing. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a, a good year. I'm gonna be going to a lot of places that I've never been to before. There's one as called as conferences con- and stuff. Huh? You mean as far as conferences? Yeah, and- yeah. There's one called convocation. And that happens next month. And that's in, I don't know, Madison, I think. Madison, Wisconsin. I think so. Anyway, they're flying me in. I was going to say, and you then I'm in on a, County? <laughs> <laughs> it, I wish. Um, and then there's another one called Temple Fest that's up in Massachusetts. And that's, yeah, I've never been to that one either. So those will be fun. Yeah, it's nice. always fun to go to a new thing you've never been to.
2: It sounds like it. I mean, I, I've, I'd i love to try it. I'd love to. Who knows? Did you see something well, behind me just then?
1: That no, was I didn't think I was looking at you.
2: I was. I, OK, maybe it was just I don't know. It was on this kind of back behind this shoulder. As I was huh. talking to you, I saw something just go whoosh. Huh. That was weird.
1: Well, boy, I'm expecting a lot of whoosh uh, in February because this one thing I'm going to. Is in Gettysburg. Ooh, 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 gosh! Ooh. yeah, that'll be a, that'll be very interesting. That
2: I, I, yeah, it will be for you. I've been there, but not ex, not extensively. I haven't spent a lot of time there. It's more like yeah. drove through there. It's beautiful country, but boy, I'll bet you're really gonna.
1: Speaking of yeah, country, I'm hoping I can get out and really feel what that feels like. Yeah. It's going to be cold, though, because it's February. In Pennsylvania, yeah. 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 Hey,
2: you know, we we semi-talked about the weather, the cold weather. You reminded me. This Is uh, is, it, uh, is it up to freezing yet here locally?
1: Oh, I don't know, because I would have to look on my phone to see what the temperature is, but probably not. Though the sun is out. Sun. So maybe it is. I don't know. It's It was cold last night. Golly. Uh yeah, it
2: was very cold last night. I I think I found this gal's picture while we were talking. I'm gonna send oh. you. Okay. What I found and you tell me if this is her, and my fingers are crossed about this. Hang on, and I will get it for you now. I know I'm all over the place today. I'm sorry.
1: That's It's early, y'all. I made her do this early this morning. It's terrible. And I thought a I terrible thing to do.
2: I thought I thought it'd be no problem. I was like, oh, sure. No problem at all. Here we go. Now, I'm sending it to you on Facebook. OK. In your messenger. OK. All right. She looks she 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 probably is the one. And I wish I she was like my too. age. Um, Yeah. Uh, maybe a little older than you, but she and it's a small picture, but she's got huh. brown hair and all of that. So you should have it now.
1: Well, I can't look at it because I'm on Zoom in Facebook Messenger, ma'am.
2: On Facebook. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> in in theory, there's an easy way for me to share my screen with you, but that's only in theory who, who That's a
1: theory that we have not yet proved to yeah. be accurate. One of these <laughs> days,
2: one of these days I'll get it all figured out until so
1: what what new thing are you gonna do this year that you know of? Have you well, thought of like a new thing you'd like to do?
2: Yeah, I'm conquering video editing. I'm going to. And and yeah, so I've got a much better understanding of it than I did even two weeks ago. Um, so there's a lot of things that I have questions about, but at least I know what to call the video stuff now because I'm feeling better. You know, we I don't say that I'm conquered or anything, but we've addressed sleep issues and they're, they're not an issue as much as they were. I'm not oh, like I was, you know, i there are just a lot of things that are getting so much better for me. And my mind is back to sort of semi being my own mind again, instead of just clouded all the time. And That's realize-
1: wonderful.
2: Yeah. So I hope this year to get my class together that I've been wanting to teach a couple of classes, maybe even you never know one with you. I'd like that. I want to just keep, keep, I want to, my goal is to be nice to people when I can and, and not complain all the time.
1: (laughs) Nice, nice to people when I can and firm with people when I can't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to complain all the time and caught myself complaining uh, last month i was just yeah. and i know i mean i really don't have a lot to whine about honestly i'm pretty dang lucky if you ask me
1: yeah me too me too
2: yeah so i'd love to be able to take a few day trips i'd love to be able i know to-
1: you and i've been talking about going down to the Fox Fire museum going to rock city i mean we just and I, and I hope that I will have a little more time this year to do some of those well, and to meet with our weirdlings someplace. All of us meet up at a diner and have a meal together. That'd be great. That'd be
2: the best. I would totally adore that. But a lot of it uh, has been because I can't really get out. And so every right. year I make these plans. I'm going, this is the year I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And then it doesn't happen. So this year, I'm not going to make any big promises or plans about it. This is not definitely the year that it's going to happen. So maybe it will be the year that it happens.
1: Well, you have you <laughs> have an obligation that I don't have. So you've got your mother who, who needs you. Yeah. And sometimes you can make the best plans in the world with the clearest conscience and then... You know, she she needs your better attention.
2: Well, even though she would say she doesn't.
1: Well, of course she would. And that's good that she feels that, oh, no, I can handle that. It's not a big deal. But you know different.
2: Yeah. Well, she would tell me, go, go, go. This wouldn't feel right.
1: No, No, exactly. Anyway,
2: so really, that's it. As far as goals, I don't want to snack as much late in the evening. I want to be a little bit nicer to folks. See,
1: that just feels doable, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I if I do, I'm not gonna get mad at myself. <laughs> Cause that's the what's, thing that sets what's the, the point mental block with people is if you if you make it too important, if you get too mad when you when you fail at it, fail at it, you know. That's what gets people set up into these weird mental loops. Yeah. You know. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Yep,
2: yep. And so there you have it. I'd love to be as amazing as the weirdlings. I when I I was look, I went down through the weirdling page last night and I was reading some things that I hadn't read yet. And I thought this is an amazing group of people.
1: That and, is an amazing group of people. I, yeah. They yeah. are on it. They're on
2: it. They're not only are they on it, but they're really different. And, but the mm-hmm. one thing that they have in common is that they listen to the podcast. And so it's like, yeah. What? How did we manage to attract, if you will, this group of people where their collective IQ is way up there.
1: And their their
2: lives are way up there. They're totally interesting people. And I'd I'd love to get to know some of them. That's the
1: truth. Well, and maybe that's something we need to do in the podcast is feature a weirdling once a month. Yeah, and have them on, even if it wasn't for the whole show, have them on for 15, 20 minutes and just say oh, yeah. and say, you know, and say this is one of the weirdlings. Here's one of the people who, at least in their minds, live on weird mountain with us. Yeah. Oh gosh, I love that thought. Yeah. Let's try that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And for the, those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, there is a little fan group for the weird mountain gals Mm -hmm. called the weirdlings and you can find us on facebook by i guess if you just put in weirdlings it'll
2: show up if i put in weirdlings it does show up and but it's called the official weird mountain gals weirdlings or something like
1: that something like that yeah
2: here i can find it I, i i'm smart And,
1: you know, we're always accepting new members. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) There we go. Weird Mountain Gals official Weirdlings group. There you go. There's a Weirdlings book club that they have started, but it's not really um, active right now because I think that they're
1: waiting to get maybe some few more people in it I or... Or a different well I think you know the holidays eat up so much time off everybody even if you're not a Christian and don't actually celebrate Christmas but from sowing until right now it's a busy time for yeah, people
2: very busy so uh, yeah yeah so, so
1: we'd love to have you if you want to come be a weirdling with us
2: yeah come be a weirdling every now and then we'll put some things in there that that don't go on the regular page because maybe they're a little rough for public. no our podcast
1: rough Uh, for public yeah just i don't think i understand what you're talking about what yeah okay Uh, but uh that yeah a little rough for the public and
2: they and weirdlings can handle it i mean they can yes yes
1: because they know us so well Right, and they don't... Uh, but bought. the other thing it would be fun to do this year that we say, you know, that we have done a little bit of and I'd love to do more, is the kind of road trips where we do uh, video. Yeah. We're like, okay, we're going down 1923 now. We're heading towards Santa land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> that was so, so much enough. fun. It was,
2: and I want to do that again. So, yeah, I definitely want to do that again. And, you know, I got an invitation to... Come and be the official. I don't know what you would call me, psychic or whatever, for another another one of those groups, the ghost hunting groups. Oh yeah, I I turned them down flat. uh, Oh, that's another thing that I've decided that I'm not I'm not on call for everybody for everything all the time.
1: Good for you. That's a good
2: boundary. Saying that it doesn't mean that you and I won't go out and and talk me see whatever experience some of the some of that stuff around there
1: well and we might want to do that in the fall once we get past that uh summer solstice is say okay where what are your favorite ghosts in the area because we're gonna go out we're going out at 10 o'clock at night once it's dark we're gonna see what's going on that'd be fun there's they do that a lot around here these groups and stuff so that we do and and i just have a a thing about not bothering ghosts because, I, you know, I do a lot of ancestor work. Most of my ancestors are around here. And I just think, really, are you going to you going to go mess with my great, 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 whatever? Don't go to that cemetery. Go to another one. Well, I- yeah, The people were telling me all about this. Oh, this creepy, creepy cemetery's got a cast iron fence around it. Oh, it's a, there's not been a new grave. I said, where is that? And they told me, and I said, that's my family cemetery. Don't be going in there messing with those yeah. people. They'll hurt you.
2: They'll get after you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know them people. Them, them are badass Madison County people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with
2: them. <laughs> uh, those
1: uh, people who do that.
2: I just, I don't even know what to say. About half the time I say, why are you wasting your time? Cause I never yeah. really think much about souls spirits if you will being in a graveyard i just right because they didn't die there if they don't who the hell would want to be in a graveyard if they didn't have to be you, you well know, i
1: don't really. know some of them some of the graveyards around here are so pretty you know they're up on a hill and there's beautiful old trees and benches yes. yeah some of them are nice i don't know i don't think i've ever seen a graveyard i didn't kind of like I loved that one that we saw when we went down to the coast. That we, oh, yeah. that we saw with Craig. That's a that was a beautiful cemetery.
2: That is a beautiful cemetery. It's one of the prettiest I've ever seen. I went mm-hmm. there this last time I went to the beach, and and it was uh, it was winter time, as you know. And I thought it doesn't matter what season I go to this graveyard in. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. But I, yeah, we can hang out there anytime you want. Let's go. Right, or
1: we can hang out down at Riverside, which is a beautiful old cemetery. Or, Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's do it. I don't think we'll find ghosts there, but I love love old cemeteries. The Weird Mountain Graveyard Tour. (laughs) Yes, Weird Mountain (laughs) Ghost on the
2: Graveyard Tour. Go check out your ghost for you. And it ain't going to be the way the ghost hunter group checks it out, I'll guarantee you.
1: No, it surely is not. We're not going to have a bunch of very expensive equipment well we just have a have some dowsing rods and uh i don't know what else cameras i don't know we'll figure it out
2: yeah i mean i i don't have a problem with their equipment i I just don't think that it is most likely accurate Uh, or maybe it is and humans don't know how to read the signal who knows but i admire them for trying to prove it that's fine but they, it's it mostly, I think, is an entertainment club for a lot of them. It,
1: it is, and there's like a titillation factor to it yeah. all. Oh, we're going to go to this place where there's a ghost. I mean, it's almost like ghost porn, right? As they get so excited about the idea. Oh, we might see a ghost. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're not
2: one. You're definitely going to be one someday. So you might. Get- maybe.
1: Maybe you are. Maybe you ain't.
2: Yes. Yeah. This is a, a spirit place.
1: without being a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're, we're back mean. to dead people and ghosts. Great. Well, can
2: I talk about my bursitis for a while?
1: <laughs> 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 Our other well, I think, did I tell you that when I went for my physical in December, the, that little intake gal, she's the sweetest thing. She said, now where does it hurt right now? No, not where does it hurt on a scale of one to 10? What is your pain level right now? And I went, um, zero I mean if I got up and stomped around here my feet would hurt because my feet always hurt and I said but no I'm not and she said you at your age which I don't think 67 is old but apparently this young and did. at your age you don't have any chronic pain and I went no no and she said now do you have that kind of bursitis or, or arthritis or whatever the um that when the weather changes do you feel that and I went no, no, I I don't have that either. She said, well, isn't that amazing? I was like, well, I mean, I didn't think it was until you are acting shocked that I'm not walking around in pain all the time. Because I know people have my age that have chronic pain. And it's a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, there's a lot. But right now, knock on wood, I only have situational pain. Like if I sit too long on a hard chair, my butt gets tired. Which mine...
2: It's getting there. I, mean, I know I'm
1: sitting on a hard kitchen chair. So du- we've, du-
2: been, du- we've been going for an hour and twenty minutes. I guess. Can you believe that?
1: No, we didn't start. Oh yeah, maybe because we started about nine. 9- well, we started nine
2: fifteen. So yeah, ten
1: thirty. Doing okay. Is that enough for you?
2: I'd say so. So what we are uh, let's just say bye. And uh, if I can't make it video, I'll make it. Uh, audio only. So okay. but hopefully it's going to be video. Some
1: okay. These- Cause I got, on, I got on my video light so it don't glare on my glasses. Oh, is that how you did? You've got, like- Yes, I have a special light over on that side of the kitchen oh. and I turn the other lights off. So I don't get all glare on my glasses.
2: I got nothing oh, yep. going on. No, just the window. So, and I don't yep. want, I don't want to be seen in a good light. <laughs> so to speak.
1: You were so funny. Well, I mean, I do have makeup on. I do have lipstick on. Yeah. And I do have uh, my teeth in. So, oh. I mean, I got ready, girl. I,
2: I semi-brushed my hair.
1: See? I got oh. all my teeth in. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I love you, girl. Love
2: you. Call me anytime.
1: My week right.
2: is actually after this, right here, and this weekend, because I'm cooking a big meal today as well because i've got a friend that didn't get a holiday meal and so i figured
0: make turkey and dressing again
2: and just because i cook for everybody anyway so i always make a big giant meal so i might as well i've got all the stuff so i'm gonna put that on my plate and then it decided to snow
1: (laughs) (laughs) well we um we have finally eaten down enough stuff of leftovers in my refrigerator that there's room. We went to the grocery store Wednesday morning. And I said, "I don't, I don't know what you think we can buy, because ain't no room in the refrigerator." <laughs> but here it is Friday morning. And I look in there and it's like, oh, there's still a like a quart mason jar of cooked collard greens because I always make too much because I want to eat them. Once I get started on them, I want to eat them every meal. Me too. But we we ate all the black eyed peas and the ham, and uh, the cornbread. All that stuff's gone. But just we still got some greens. I may make some more black eyed peas though. I love them. Well, I'll tell
2: you what. Now, Doctor Selby, the Selbinator, he made some of the best collards I've ever tasted in my life. And they were just like you were saying. Once I ate them, I wanted to eat them again the next day and the next day. Yep. I don't know yep. what he did. I mean, he made them like my grandma would have. Yeah.
1: Did he use the uh, pork in them?
2: Uh, probably. Probably. I think, yeah. Mo- yeah. Maybe. I had some. Uh,
1: had some leftover uh, ham drippings because I did a ham up at my daughter's, and uh, I use that in the collards. Oh goodness, mm. good, good, good.
2: It does sound good. Well, tonight's not going to be anything special food wise for me. It'll be whatever. We're just going to dig around in the refrigerator. How about you? Speaking of food, well,
1: I've got. I've got a bunch of seafood options that didn't get up because, you know, we do Feast of the Seven Fishes. Right. And some of that did not make it up to my daughters and we had to replace it up there. So that's what we're going to have tonight. Some uh, We've that- got some wonderful baked shrimp thing yeah. and I'll do that. And then I've got some uh, just seafood bits and pieces from, I don't know, five or six different things. And I may cook that up, too we'll just have seafood and, and- i think i'm going to make another cake of cornbread cuz the one i made for uh, new year's is all right but i use self rising cornmeal and i don't, it's got too much it's got too much baking soda in it i think that it ends up feeling it does not feel right in my mouth the mouth feeling right so i'm going to make some with just plain cornmeal yeah and then add the stuff i add so that- i think i'm going to make some more of that but I ain't got no more cracklings. I used all those up.
2: All the cracklings. Yeah. So I've been eating chicken this week, but I'm switching over. So (laughs) start switching over. That's
1: right. (laughs) All (laughs) right. Well, we said this is the Appalachian goodbye for sure. Yeah. Behave yourself. No, ma'am. Bad behavior. She ain't doing it. Uh, -uh. well, I guess you'll be be good and tell your mom. I said, Hey,
2: I will. I will. So y'all take care. Behave yourself out
1: there in radio land and remember it's a brand new year but it doesn't have to be a brand new year because we like you just to know you are oh i like that t-shirt there we go there's a t-shirt there we go We got
2: out our social media for information community or a few laughs WYRD Mountain Gals